All Stripes Atlanta in the house. This soccer show begins now. Welcome to Did Someone Say Soccer? I'm your host, Nate, and I have the homie, Angelito. Say what up. What's up? Angel, we are back. We took a nice long little break there. Didn't tell anybody. We just took it. We just we needed it. Kind of burn ourselves out there for a little bit. But today, we have All Stripes Atlanta, and we have Ryan in the house, and... He is going to talk to us about the supporter group and all the fun things that they got going on. Ryan, say hello. What's up, what's up? So you guys joined us in the Supporter Scarf Cup, which I appreciate, and I hope you guys had a blast. Uh, right away, you guys uh, took it to Cincinnati, the War Pigs, but then you guys had a tough defeat to 8th Notch. Um, did you guys have fun? Did you guys like the supporter um, scarf contest? We did. It was it was really cool to see some of the creativity brought to the table. We were sad to get knocked out, but man, there were some really cool scarves coming out. Nice. So who who designed your guys' scarf this year? So we had the scarf designed by one of our board members. His name is Buzz Busby. He is actually an owner of his own business, Yeah Buzzy. And definitely check that out if you are into supporting local businesses. Nice. Yes. We will have to check that out. There was a local business out of uh, Charlotte that I actually looked into, and they had a pretty nice scarf, and I, I got, one of them, got one from them. So I'll have to check him out. So, so who are the All Stripes, everyone is uh, wondering, and how did you guys come about? Absolutely. So All Stripes essentially is a supporter group of Atlanta United FC. We exist to create a safe space for members of the LGBTQ plus community to enjoy soccer and build community. A lot of times folks don't necessarily realize that there is a large sports community within the gay community. And so we are here to have a space for those individuals. Um, back in 2017, our founders, David Prophet and Nick Jones, were at an event together and essentially realized they both had season passes for Atlanta United. They started talking and realized there was actually a need for individuals like us to be able to gather and enjoy the sport in a safe space. And so that's essentially how All Stripes came together. Awesome. So how many people would you say would, is in your supporter group right now? So our Facebook group has over a thousand. Um, as far as membership, we're probably about 500 strong. Damn, that's awesome. So what separates you guys from all the other Atlanta supporter groups? So I would say we are representative of the LGBTQ plus community. We do see that population among other supporter groups. Um, I think we just specifically try to cater everything we do to that community and also provide educational opportunities for that community. So a lot of times throughout the year, we'll do drag shows, workshops, things like that. And so um, we really 
put the gay in soccer, you know, <laughs> so to speak. So that I think that's a big way we stand out. And then I also have to give a shout out to our bartender, Ty Ritchie. He is the man at our tailgate. Um, we have a tailgate uh, bar called Spite, Atlanta Spite, and he serves up drinks, special cocktails based on whoever we're playing. Um, so this weekend we have a special drink against Miami. Um, he has a posh spice uh, drink coming out. As you know, David Beckham is the owner, so having a little fun with that. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out if you're in the area. Angel, have you ever been to a tailgate where they've had their own bartender? No, I haven't. It's just a cooler and some guys saying, hey, get whatever you want. Yep. That is awesome. I think a lot of these guys will have to step up their game now and get their own bartender. Absolutely. So, uh, what community work have you guys done so far and what do you guys plan on doing? Absolutely. So I mentioned the workshops that we hosted. We did a lot of that during COVID when we just were virtual. Um, those were around safe space, allyship, things like that. Um, we work with soccer in the streets a lot. They're a nonprofit here in Atlanta that provides a safe space for youth to have access to soccer. And through that medium, they do education, youth development, um, and really just giving kids safe space to play soccer. So they have what's called station soccer near our MARTA station. So it's easily accessible to the youth of Atlanta. So we've done fundraisers with them the past couple of years. We participated in Atlanta Champions Cup, and that's basically a tournament that we're invited to play in and raise money for. So we actually played in the tournament this last weekend, raised about $3,000 for them, which was dope. And then um, we've also hosted a soccer clinic with them before for um, kids to come and learn how to play soccer alongside some Atlanta United players, which was cool. And then we worked with their staff to develop what was called the Play for Pride playbook. And this is essentially a guide for coaches to learn how to coach with kids who may identify within the LGBTQ plus community. Um, other than that, um, We've done the drag shows, like I mentioned, and uh, proceeds from that, uh, a portion of that goes to a charity of our choice for the month. Um, so we've been, had a couple of different touch points there as well. Nice. Do you get involved in the, in the drag show? Uh, I have hosted, semi-hosted. Usually I'm running around getting the queens their drinks and making sure everything's running smoothly. So. Um, but maybe one day you'll, you'll see some pictures pop up of me throwing down a performance. <laughs> nice. So recently I, I just saw that you guys got the pleasure of kicking the ball around with the um, Atlanta United uh, soccer players. And you put a show on and you uh, nailed the crossbar twice, I believe. So uh, tell us about that. Yeah, man, what an experience. Um, so they invited us to the training grounds to watch the team practice. Um, this was something that they started last year and repeated again this year. But this time they invited all the supporter groups to a skills challenge. Um, and I got to participate in that. Um, the first couple of challenges I was a little you know, uneasy about. I did well, um, but not as well as I expected. And then when it came to the crossbar challenge, um, I crushed the first two and missed the third but then hit a couple more and so it actually was at the point where coach uh, Pineda came over and mentioned like man you got some skills you were looking great over there and I was just like nobody can tell me anything the rest of the day <laughs> like, coach just complimented me so 
it was a, it, I was, I was on a good high the rest of the day. It was amazing. And all the guys were like super kind, cheering us on, very personable. And so we were super grateful for all of it. Was uh, Joseph Martinez out there? He absolutely was. My first step on the field, I like veered over to get a fist bump from him. I was like, I cannot be this close to Joseph without like getting some interaction with him. So yeah. Uh, that would have been awesome to be around him. You've got the pleasure of seeing your team play so far. Um, the league, I would say, is about, I think it's like almost halfway now. Mm -hmm. um, so what are your expectations going forward for Atlanta United? So I always try to maintain being hopeful, you know, put some good positive energy out into the atmosphere. Um, I do get a little nervous with us playing at away games. It seems like the guys sometimes don't have the same energy that maybe is being fed from the crowd at home. Um, and so sometimes they play a little more frantic at away games. Um, one thing that I really want to keep seeing them do is possess the ball. A lot of times we play our best game when we just hold the ball, pass it around and maintain control. Um, and what I've seen in some of these away matches, it seems like we get a little frantic and we lose that aspect of our game that we know how to play. And so I think as long as we stick to that and we really focus on that, we should have a solid season. I noticed that you got the privilege of putting the official spike in one of the opening matches. Can you uh, tell us about that? Because I had no idea what this is. And I, if you're probably not an Atlanta United supporter, you have no idea what this is. Yeah. Uh, so it's actually a tradition of Atlanta United. It's kind of burst out of Atlanta's history being a terminus train hub. Um, so, uh, Historically, the central spot for trains to drive into um, and out of was here in Atlanta, right in the center. Um, and so the team kind of took that historical marker and ran with that and has implemented it throughout the, the culture of the team. So the Golden Spike is part of that. At the beginning of the matches, they have it available for fans to come and sign. And then they have supporter group representatives. So All Stripes, Faction, Footy Mob, Resurgence, Ladose, um, all get to carry that in. And um, then they'll have a local celebrity um, nail it in, which actually this last match they had um, some of the kids from Footy Mob nail it in, which was super cool to see. And then um, during the... Uh, match if you if we ever score a goal we have a train horn that actually goes off so um it's definitely in and around the culture of the team and it's a lot of fun that's dope angel do you have any questions for him i had a question about uh your pre-gaming you mentioned the drag shows is there any other traditions or rituals you do because we had some guests the last time who wore luchador masks and they would wrestle each other. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that we would get into that. Maybe I'll throw that uh, over to Ladose. <laughs> um, we do, uh, there are couples. So um, we always do a table picture. So we invite everyone to come over and be a part of our picture. And that's become kind of a big staple of our group. Um, everyone wants to make sure they're in it. If we are ever slow to post it to our group, people are like, hey, where's the picture? I was finally able to make it in this time. Um, and then kind of an inner tradition of our own. 
Um, our DJ who plays for us every tailgate plays Last Dance. Um, and, you know, Last Dance, Last Dance. And um, he uh, will play that when we're packing up. And the other groups have gotten to stop what they're doing and watch us because we'll start dancing and singing and <laughs> having a great time. And that's been our closing for every tailgate. So, yeah. Nice. Do you guys all walk in together to the stadium? Yeah, so we have a supporters march. We're a fortunate team to have our tailgate spot located right next to the stadium. And so they do the hype circle where we do some chants, throw some smoke uh, and have a good time and get hype. And then that crowd, the supporters march, marches into the stadium and they chant all the way in. And they actually um, kind of open the match really um, when they march into the supporter section where we begin waving the flags, having the drums and all that energy just translates from there into the stadium. Um, as far as all stripes, we will be a part of the match when we are in the supporter section to wave the flag. Um, a lot of times we're a little more dispersed because some of us are hanging back to clean up or you know take care of business and things like that. But um, yeah, there's definitely a huge movement as far as the supporters go to get inside the stadium. Nice. So who would you say is Atlanta's uh, rival? Oh man. So <laughs> I feel like everyone has a little bit of a notch on their shoulder with uh, Orlando, but uh, you know, we won't go too deep into that. Um, but then, um, you know, uh, Charlotte has just started up a team and man, they're coming out hot. And I feel like that's eventually going to become a pretty big rivalry for us because they're also located in the Southeast. And so they, they seem like pretty stiff competition. Um, Nashville as well has been a team that, you know, a lot of us will travel to because it's so close and a lot of the Nashville roadies will come to us. And so I think that one will be another, um, you know, competitive matchup that we'll see grow a lot more. Nice. So you've been spoiled with a second year MLS Cup. So why don't you tell us about how awesome that was? Oh man, yeah, definitely a top moment of my life. Um, I grew up in Atlanta playing soccer. Um, so it was already a huge moment for me to see a team grow, um, make it to the championship and then to physically be there when they won, um, I was in tears. Yeah. There's like all these pictures and I'm like laugh crying like a maniac. Um, but I mean, it was just so amazing. Um, it was a, a atten huge attendance record, over 70,000 people. So, I mean, the stadium was loud and roaring. Um, and then following the match, everyone went to what was, at the time was the Gulch and the drum circle started up and we were out there in the freezing rain, just keeping the party going. Um, and it was just an absolute, you know, like you said, I'm spoiled, like to have that moment, to have been there. Um, it's all, it was a dream. So yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Now I feel like all the new expansion teams want to try to emulate that, but I don't think they're going to, it's going to happen. I mean, yeah, Austin FC is looking good right now. Uh, I think uh, Charlotte has a little bit to go there. So we'll see what happens. It's really cool, uh, you know, you saying like emulate the Atlanta United experience. I actually visited the stadium this week and one of the workers was telling me that, you know, the Falcons are actually really trying to get 
the Falcons football crowd to replicate Atlanta United because like our supporter section is so hype. They want that same energy for the Falcons and they're trying to like get football now to emulate football. So it's really amazing. Well, I think the Atlanta Falcons going to have to decide who their quarterback's going to be first before they get the fans going there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> so you guys just won the MLS Cup. Tata Martino leaves. Miggy leaves. And Joseph Martinez is the only one that's staying. And now it seems like you guys are going through coaches, I want to say, year after year now. What's, how, do you, how do you feel about all this? So it was a little moment of let's find some stability, you know, because we did see players as well kind of have a lot of turnover. I was holding on to Parkhurst. I'm a player at heart. And so he was my idol. And when he exited, I was very crushed. Um, But now we have Miles, who has been doing a great job, unfortunately also injured. But um, as far as coaching, I really appreciate Pineda. I think he has been doing a good job. Um, I personally prefer the Latin style of play when it comes to soccer, and I think he's brought that back to the team, and I think that's something that I want to see continue thriving for Atlanta United soccer. Thank you for coming on the show today. Just real quick, I do want to give a shout out to all of the other supporter groups of Atlanta United. I hope I named everybody as I ran through this. Um, They've really... Uh, taking us under their wing and help us grow as an organization have been accepting of who we are as people. And so I just definitely want to throw that energy out there to them as all the love for them. So, yeah. That's awesome. All right. So, guys, we will be back next week, and we will try to be more uh, on time and getting our podcast out. And uh, so make sure you guys tell your friends and tell your families. See ya.